Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, you stay right there, Adele. We'll get to you later. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Oh, we will. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, you made it through the weekend. You're getting ready for a fresh new week. And thank you for spending your post-lunch time with us, or maybe your current lunchtime, or maybe your future lunchtime with us on Wherever the Colleen and Bradley are, Show. we're here for you. Now, one thing that we did this weekend, because we're here for you, as uh, we did the heavy lifting with the Janet Jackson documentary. Right, Bradley? Oh, we most certainly did. I do not underestimate boy, how heavy that was. And don't worry, it totally underdelivered. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Okay, so I don't know where to begin other than I think we should just talk about our overall reactions to this. The other thing was like it was so confusing after the fact to figure out like which episode like how many episodes were there and when how do I like Hulu did not do a good job of organizing these like four different parts. Um, but it was really like what three hours ish. Mm, yeah, they were like four there were four parts, forty five minutes apiece. Yeah. Pretty so much. It was yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, they promised a lot in the in the words of the uh, one of the reviews I saw uh, Lifetime and Annie's Janet Jackson docuseries promises more than it delivers. And it most certainly did, because in the lead up, don't you think, Colleen, we all were just like, I mean, we we were all I, I think it's safe to say really excited at the promise of this first sort of direct conversation with Janet Jackson that we've had in years. I mean, we it literally has been decades i feel like since we've had a bird's eye view into what's going on in her life we've been talking about this for the better part of probably the last i'm gonna say six months but probably plus because this has been going on this documentary footage has been gathered since 2017 um and before that right so but but what was exciting about it is that Janet was taking part in this, which meant you're going to hear straight from Janet what's going on with Janet. Yeah. Or are you? The is, most <laughs> of what they talked about was not Janet. Right. This was my problem. It was like Janet was in the room, but this is like, for example, okay, so to just break this down for people, it covers a lot of territory. This was produced, it's a four-part docuseries. It was produced in part by Janet and her brother Randy. We got to see a lot of the other family members um, and a lot of other celebrities who mm-hmm. signed up to sort of share their thoughts. It I I can't I wish I would have clocked it, but I imagine it was at least an hour in before we focused on Janet directly. Oh yeah. And even then it was so around about like for example, the the first good half of the first part was all about her father and the founding of the Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. Which sure you know, they they take us to Gary. 
where the family grew up. You see Janet walk through the the family home and have like memories. Like that was all brilliant. And Although, a by wonderful... the way, did you not kind of think it was weird though that she was like, "Oh, what a sweet little house." She didn't have a lot of memories of that house. And she'd only been like two, I think, yeah. before they moved to to uh, L.A. and beyond. Right. Right. Yeah. So I found that so to be was... interesting. It's kind of like going back to something that you don't quite get. But again, you know, they're at the founding. They're they're setting the stage. And I thought, okay, fine. But like it kept going. And it kept being about her father, Joe Jackson, and how her father was, you know, a controversial figure and a complicated person. But at the end of the day, he raised this family. Like it was very, very, very pro Joe, Joe Jackson. It was Joe Forward. It was very Joe Forward, which mm-hmm. again, it's her dad. But like, there was a lack of, uh, what's the word, perspective, distance, that almost at times just came across like, okay, I get it. This is a, a you know, a love letter to your father, and that's fine. But I'm not learning anything about you. And um, even when we start to have conversations about the things that we cared about, it was still in a very roundabout, non-direct, not thoughtful, deep way. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. In fact, the word I would use is varnished. In, In fact, you know, going back to what you were saying about Joe Jackson, it is well documented that he was... I mean, many people would refer to what he, the kind of discipline that he doled out as abusive. Yeah. She, and they would walk up to the line like she would walk up to the line yeah. like it's very hard for me to deal with controlling men or something like that. Like she would make these vague statements where you're like, OK, I think I get what she's trying to say, but she's, but not she's never saying, saying anything. Then she goes, And that continued yeah. throughout each and every one of the things that she ultimately started to address her relationships, yes. her brother. Uh, and we can talk about all those so, things. And in fact, I think that's what most people were turning up for. Right. We're like uh, Michael Jackson. Um, what was it? Justin Michael Jackson, Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, of course. And then like secret baby. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is she goes through all of her relationships and talks about those relationships. James DeBarge and his in, uh, dalliances with um, drug abuse and other you know, situations, but she she never calls things what they are. Hmm. And didn't it seem really vague every time she was talking about, like, the relationships and how they ended? Like, you knew what was going on, but she was, it was always super vague. Yeah. Like, he had an issue with drugs, but then you never understood exactly what happened when, like, there was a narrative force that was missing from this story. And she was always covering Uh, I don't want to say covering. That's not the word I want to use. She was still always in praise of the men in her life who had not always been their shining selves, which, you know, that that shows an an amount of grace, I suppose, but also doesn't call things what they are, doesn't call drug abuse, drug abuse, doesn't call uh, uh, abuse, abuse. She just sort of what I learned is she's very good at defending um people who probably have some abusive tendencies yeah and again it's her story to tell so you take like i i kept reminding myself like okay this is her story to tell this is how she sees things and i imagine if you're janet jackson and you do get a sense here's one thing i will i will praise this four-part docuseries from a and e and lifetime about janet jackson for is that you do just get a sense of like the emotion and 
her actual like the way she moves through life like I did get a sense of that with her like I felt like she was able to tell a story that she had been sidelined from for most of her career you know whether like at every stage she seemed to be you know clashing with different people in her life and not being able to sort of be her true self right and I don't know if she ultimately ever gets like by the end I don't know that you feel like she's in a liberated place per se but at least she's in she is capable of putting words to that in a way that I've never heard before. So like from that standpoint, I was grateful that, you know, we got to hear from Janet directly, even if some of the things she was saying directly were not what we wanted to hear. For example, let's start with Michael. Because people, that's what people came for. People came for Justin Timberlake and Michael Jackson. And let's start, yes, with the elephant in the room, Michael. Um, Where do you want to go? I mean, as I stated previously my thesis she's very good at defending um people who may have been abusive she basically just point blank was like he didn't do any of that well that's what i found so interesting like i think there's a fine line between like keeping your story your story and not you know like i don't know that the world needed to hear her say I thought Michael was guilty and it's a horrible travesty of justice that he was never held to account. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know that I was expecting to hear that. But what I basically heard, as you just said, was her say, he didn't do any of it. There's no way he could possibly... I know my brother. He wasn't capable of doing those Mm -hmm. things. And again, you understand it. Sure. And you appreciate that that's how she feels and that her family felt that way. You get the sense that this family was buttoned up together in support of their brother. Which we kind of knew, but but so, okay, that's great, but it doesn't, but we all know that despite how you feel mm-hmm. and despite what you think you know about someone, th- other things can be true. Right. So how do you reconcile that? And I don't think we got a sense of that from Janet Jackson in this in a way that felt satisfying if you, you know, living in the world that we live in today. Again, did I expect her to do that? Probably not, Mm-mm. but it was kind of a shame that... They even went there in the first place. Uh, you know, that's the thing. That's what I agree with is that like, no, I did not have an expectation that she wouldn't somehow be in support of her brother. But being but uh, being in support of her brother and defending her brother are two separate things. And yeah. what she chose to do was defend him. And also, she thought you... she was doing it by being supportive. But I think it didn't come off that way. Also, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Janet Jackson documentary. Did you get that sense that, like, but there was a weird twist at the end. So she talks about how she supports her brother. She doesn't think she could do that. She, the two of them recorded a song together. But in the telling of the story about recording the single together, it becomes very clear that Michael had been separated from his family and people around him. That, that he was basically, she is telling us through this documentary that he and his people basically used her to launder his character without they don't say that no they're not they're not coming out and admitting it so i'm like do you realize that's what you're saying because the way you are telling the story at the end of you know they she's like i'm there for my brother we're going to record this they show some video of them recording but at the end it's like i feel like i was used and my brother wasn't my brother anymore and i'm like okay so do you see how maybe you don't know everything but about she your brother doesn't and that's the thing is like from a high level right and i am not like i will get in the armchair and i will get my pen and paper out and pretend i'm a psychologist but i'm not but from 
from a high level, you sort of get the impression that this is how this is the response of a person who has suffered from some sort of abuse in her life, who has sort of been like, you know, taught to defend people at all costs, but doesn't necessarily see how it links to this other really weird, bizarre thing that's happening. Right. Yeah. Like she was able to talk about when they recorded the song Scream, um, how, you know, they had separate sets so that his people could keep her separate from him because they knew that this would be a great big money maker, but she felt like he was trying, they were trying to protect him. So they were going to use this moment, but also they yeah. weren't having an authentic relationship behind the scenes. Yeah. And she's not repped by those people. And so they're like, we're not letting you in on right. how this is and all going down. We're using you for this, which is what it totally felt like. But I don't think she had that sense. Well, and that's a and, form um, of abuse. And if you are a yeah. person who's been abused and told the abuse is an abuse, gaslighting yeah. yeah that's sort of the byproduct of that can we also just quickly talk about justin but then yes, also please. the secret baby because you know we were obsessed with the secret baby yeah. and apparently a lot of the other world was and they it is shocking how this janet jackson documentary dealt with it they fully fanned the flames of this conspiracy theory so such that without like, even realizing were, it with yeah just where do you want to go? Pick one. And well, let's, let's go. Oh, okay. Well, secret baby. They just were like, there is no secret baby. There's no secret baby. But like, but, but in the, they teased baby, it throughout the whole thing. Baby. Like, is there a secret baby? And they would cut to tape of her going like looking side to side pensively. Like, right. Am I going to share the secret? And then she's like, that's dumb. That never happened. And you're like, what? So like the producers totally knew, like they knew what they right. could do to tease people into watching and then didn't deliver. And you're like, so you're just playing games with the with the very rumor that you thought was unfair against Janet. Right. Like you just used it. I mean, she's also, producing this baby. thing. Anyway, back to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> There is. There, I don't. They didn't. I think there's a secret baby. But anyway, but Justin Timberlake. Really quickly, let's touch on that before we get to the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Bradley, your thoughts? Um, again, I just think it's part and parcel of the yes. same thing. Like she is there. Like I, I hope people have the the ability to have Janet Jackson in their life because she will be a loyal friend to you. Yeah, you can do some stuff, and she'll I mean, still I be there for you. I don't mean to sound negative. Like, I don't want that to be a character judgment of her, but it just seems like, girl, like, there are some people that have done some things, and it's okay to be angry about them. And it's okay to say you're angry out loud. Like, you're free. You're powerful. Mm -hmm. Like, the like I, one of them says, one of the, the people in the documentary says, like, it was her hairstylist, yeah. who, by the way, kudos on his long, luscious uh, locks. Yeah. Who was like, I don't understand how you did that song. Um, what was the song? It's. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Control. Yeah. I think it was like just control. Like yeah. you do this song about being powerful 
And then, like, you let people run all over you in your Mm -hmm. life. Those two things don't add up. And it was really sad. But also, you know, we're all complicated and flawed. So in that way, I guess I'm grateful that we got to see her as a human being. Yeah. And I think that that ultimately is, like, what I took away from it is, like, okay, this one of the most well-known pop stars um, in the world is. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Thank goodness there's only one because oh. it would be so exhausting. No, for it, me in particular. Yes, there more. Well, I was going to say for you busier. more than anyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could get more done, but you know, you guys know what I always say is. Wherever I go, there I am. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I could just use a little break. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, to but get you're a always going to be there, Elizabeth. I know I'm mm-hmm. always around. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's not going to be around is Hoda Kotb's uh, partner, right? He and Joel Schiffman split after eight years together, saying they are better as friends. So she said this today. They called off their engagement. And she said that Joel and I have had a lot of prayerful and meaningful conversations over the holidays. And we decided that we are better as friends and parents than we are as an engaged couple. So we decided we're going to start this new year on our new path as loving parents to our adorably delightful children and as friends. She said way to keep it positive. Yeah, I don't know. She said it's not like something happened. They say sometimes relationships are meant to be there for a reason, a season or a lifetime. This was for a season. They have a four-year-old and a two-year-old little girls together. Also, I appreciate that. I mean, I appreciate that she addressed that, like, people are always looking for that precipitating event. And a lot of times, probably actually more often than not. I think you're right, Colleen. Relationships just don't work. And at some point, that becomes evident. And there's not a big story. It's not super sexy. Nobody needs to consciously uncouple, you know. Right. But I what I think from this, too, is like, you know, I always look for like a lesson and stuff. I don't know why, but um, you're optimistic and we love that. about Thank you. you. Thank you. But what I think is the is the lesson is really because I think exactly what you're saying is true, that in most relationships that end, it's not one giant thing. It's the little things that just add up and add up and add up. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that means addressing some of those small things on a regular basis is really important. Like that's the work that's so important. And the difficult thing is that when you have little kids and I can personally Mm -hmm. attest to this, and you know, for them, they've got two big jobs and little kids, it becomes really difficult to find the time and find the energy to attend to those little things. Right. And in which case then I think you can add up and add up and add up because if they're not saying we hate each other's guts, I mean, I I don't know how realistic that is because There's something more to it. Well, and often those little things become big things before you even realize that they ever were there. For sure. And that's, that's, I mean, that's just life, man. Yeah. And that's often why it's too late then. Right. Like if you just put off all the little things, then sometimes the big, it becomes a big thing that's insurmountable. For sure. And then it's like the idea of tackling all, like a kind of, you know, taking each little snowflake off that snowball and dealing with each one is, is an an insurmountable Mm -hmm. task. There you go, you guys. Relationships 101 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm -hmm. Rihanna's pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She looks so stinking cute. How wonderful. She debuted her baby bump while out in New York City. I had to ask my husband. I was like, is his name ASAP Rocky? And he goes, ASAP Rocky? Okay. I had to have him clarify that because clearly Jay Reimers is more hip than me. Is he? 
I mean, we are learning that right here. <laughs> That's 100% true. That's so funny. Yeah, 100% I just true. love the completely, completely fashion-styled like paparazzi oh. walk that they, oh, I know. they put out. And I'm also concerned so about great. the bottoms of her jeans getting dirty. They are totally dirty. Well, you know, <laughs> she's going full 90s. We could and, have told you that. Yeah, she. Um, it's totally styled, and it was a full plan that we're going to go outside, and this is how we're going to reveal that we're pregnant i mean she's that bump is out no she's and that's a real bump like she you know she's not pulling like one of our conspiracy theory bumps Mm -mm, that's a real bump yeah she's like i'm not messing around i'll show you the thing i know i mean i get the impression she would actually allow us to crawl inside and see the baby (laughs) (laughs) it is a fun she's wearing this long pink coat and it's a reminder that like if you can't button it when you're pregnant, just don't button Don't. It. Leave it yeah. open. Yeah. Let it Make frame it that bump. And whether you're pregnant or not, who cares? Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for that dirt alert. Thanks, guys. When we come thank back you. on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some uh, celebrity pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to attempt to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Did you miss Pop culture mysteries. We're here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. I hope you two are fully rested after a couple of days of hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Oh, man. Do we need our energy stores for this? to go. Here's your first mystery. For year after year, this EGOT winner always turned down the invite to get a Kennedy Center honor. With her failing health, she's leaning towards yes the next time they ask. Oh. Liza with a Z. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Fill it in and then I want to call a little bit of a foul. Ah, yes. Uh, For year after year... Uh, Eliza Minnelli has always turned down the invite to get a Kennedy Center honor, but what MT Lawyer is saying, because of her quote-unquote failing health, Liza Minnelli is leaning towards accepting a Kennedy Center honor the next time they ask. So I think that's all entirely possible, but did, I did see that there was another interview that she did with like Entertainment Tonight it's a with real her good and Lorna. Show. Yeah, with Kevin and I Frazier. Was like, yeah, and I was like, I wonder, like, so clearly this wasn't her last interview, the CBS Sunday morning mm. one. So, you know, maybe maybe it's not as bad as, as they would like us to believe. Sometimes NT Lawyer sounds the alarm on certain things, and uh, they aren't always exactly meticulously true. Yeah. That said, I mean, I could see where if she had been turning something down, she's getting to the point where she's like, well, I better not keep turning it right. down. Now's the time. Now, on to our next celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list singer with the love her, hate her wife is starting a residency soon. It's never a good sign when you can find half-price tickets on Groupon. Oh, Oh, Keith Urban. Oh, actually, no. Okay. Oh. Singer with a... Well, because I don't think anybody really hates Nicole Singer. Singer with what now? Love her or hate her wife. Mm-hmm. Justin Love Bieber? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't even buzz that. It's not even worthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, okay. So um, somebody who has a controversial wife? Uh, yes. Is it the... Um, what's the genre of music? Hmm. Pop? <laughs> no, well, pop 
and R and B. Pop and R and B. Yes. Questionable wife. Yes. <sighs> Lover or hate her. Mm-hmm. Like who do we love or uh, hate? His residence. Do we love her or do we hate her? I honestly don't know. Okay. I, I, and this I, is somebody I, who has a residency. Well, it's going to start soon, and apparently it's all on Groupon because nobody wants to go Oof. and see it. Mm. And Mm-mm-mm. it is true. It is going to start in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, is she, and she's famous. She's famous. Yes, she's and a celebrity. Is she a, uh, sing, is she a talky person or a singy person or an acty person or like a talk showy person or a reality person? She's a person person. Okay, she's just a human. Yes. Uh, and she's famous because she's married to this person? Yes, and she's famous in her own right. Okay. For being herself. Oh, for her, mm-hmm. her selfness. Yes. Okay, none of that helped oh, me. Oh, God, <laughs> this is so hard. Why is I this know. one hard? I don't know. Um, um, Residency. You're going to have to give us a hint or give us the answer because I'm not going to come I up don't with think it. I can get there. Uh, this person has been a judge on a reality singing competition series. Oh, 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 you guys. Oh, it's so obvious. Who? John Legend. Oh, duh, duh. I didn't oh. know that he had a residency, but now that you say that, I did know that because, in fact, I thought to myself, well, that seems like a good, you know, idea. Anyway, fill in the blanks. <laughs> so... John Legend is starting a residency soon in Las Vegas, but it's never a good sign when you can find half-price tickets on Groupon. I mean... His residency starts in April. It's at Planet Hollywood, and it's called Love in Las Vegas. The residency. I will just say... uh, No, I'm not going to say it, because it's not true. Well, what I was going to say is, like, I don't know that people are, like, traveling to Vegas just to see John Legend right now. But they would be traveling to Vegas to see Adele, and so it didn't hold water. That's the end of my story. Thanks yeah, for the coming. John, the John Le- Legend residency would be more like incidental fun. Totally, like yeah, I'm like here you're in so Vegas he, and you so. want to see. Like, did you want to go see the Terry Fader puppet guy, right. or do you want to go see an actual musician? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I wonder oh. if Terry Fader is still doing his act at the Mirage. I believe so. Okay. Last I heard. he's doing at the Mirage. Although I haven't talked to him lately, so I wouldn't know. Oh, that's sad. You should rekindle that friendship, Colleen. That I never had. (laughs) They don't know. That's true. Uh, So here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. So people are supposed to listen to the A-list mostly movie actor who's an Oscar winner slash nominee. The same guy who brought an escort on a family vacation. The same Uh. guy who got his charity kicked out of a country because it was so awful. The same guy who has been accused of domestic violence. (gasps) <gasps> Who mm. is this? Angry person. That is a lot. They made headlines was... late last week for their, mm, I'll just say, dumb commentary. Oh, great. <laughs> dumb dumb commentary. commentary. Yeah. Uh, did we think it was dumb? Did we, we never, talk about we it? We didn't have a chance to talk about this okay. on the air. So what, what kind of uh, actor is he again? Uh, he's an A-list, mostly movie actor who's an Oscar winner and a nominee. Okay. Well, Uh with a shady charity. It's not Tom Cruise. No, not Tom Cruise. Is it Uh, it Tom Hanks? Not Tom Hanks. Uh, Thank God. Woo! But But this is somebody we wouldn't... Mistress on 
a va- family vacation. Well, see, that's the thing. We don't know any I of know, these things gross. for sure, but we do. And two lawyers. Would we be surprised? No. No. Okay. So, D-bag A-list. Ryan Reynolds? No. Is that like, I are know we people in like the... Ryan Reynolds, but, but empty are... lawyer who does these blind items doesn't. Are we in the right, like, uh, I don't know, like area? Are we, is Ryan Reynolds, like, close? No. Oh, okay. He's older. Okay. More serious than Ryan Reynolds, okay. at least as far as the roles that he decides to play. He's won two Oscars. God, we are batting a thousand today. Today's not our best um, day. It's a Monday. We're dusty. He used to be married to Madonna. Oh, Sean Penn. Oh, Sean Penn. <laughs> oh yeah. You're right. I just fine. he's not been in my head for a while. What was he saying last week? Uh well, he was making headlines. I don't have the headline in front of me, so let me fill in the blank for you. If you just put in if you hit up the Googs. Hit up the Googs. And hit just type Googs. in Sean Penn and look up the latest news stories, you'll find the headline. So people are supposed to listen to Sean Penn. You mean the same guy who brought an escort on a family vacation? Sean Penn, the same oh guy gosh. who got his charity kicked out of a country because it was so oh. awful. Sean oh. Penn, the same guy who has been oh. accused of domestic violence. I just hit up the Googs. What? Yeah. Is, what, what? Oh, geez. Headline, men have become quite feminized <gasps> and cowardly jeans lead them to wear skirts. Okay. This is the man who played Harvey Milk. Bye. Anyone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he drunk when he... I, now, I just read a headline, so I you know, don't want to... I need to do my due diligence, but that just seems absurd. Mm. Mm-mm. No, I don't even, I don't, you know, listen, can I be honest? When I read a headline like that, it makes me actually not even want to read the rest. Yeah. I will just write it off entirely. Oh, 2022, you're getting better Mm. by the day. What else do we got? Blinded by the item. We'll try this celebrity gossip mystery on for size for, uh, well, it's not going to provide anybody any cheer. Apologies. This foreign-born A-list singer is really abusing Adderall. The mm. world would go nuts if she went to rehab right now. <gasps> Rihanna, no. Rihanna, no. Okay, thank God. Oh, oh thank God, Adele. Thank God. Oh. oh, I don't want to hear these stories. Why? Just give us some good Adele stories. God. Listen, okay. it's interesting Sorry. to me how Adele went from being like, on the tippy tippy top of the world to being the subject of straight up constant gossip. Welcome to America. Mm-hmm. We can mess part. everything. We will love you, and yeah. then we will tear you down. <laughs> so true. Lenty well, lawyer is <laughs> saying Adele as a little uh, thing for Adderall, and that the world would just like what if she went to rehab right now. You know. <sighs> I'm not saying anything about that. I'm not referring. Am I? I don't know. I just there's something I noticed when she was on with Oprah that was irritating to me. And I wondered if other people were irritated by it. It was like a tick or like a um, a behavior. And it felt there was something about it that felt bizarre and like erratic and, and, okay. and a little nervous. It was that she kept on. Um, putting her lips in in the middle. Yeah, that she sounds just, vaguely familiar. And I yeah. was like, why does she keep doing that? It was so you think strange. It's she's addicted to Adderall. Listen, <laughs> that's my working theory right now. 
No, but hey, I just... are re- you concerned about your children? Colleen Lindstrom <laughs> will watch a video of them. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On TikTok and tell you what their issues are. If they're are. addicted to something. No, all I'm trying to say about that, though, is that I, I, it felt off and different to me, such that I, it, you know, sometimes you just get like a little, like something that sort of picks okay. at you. And I was like, something's funky. Can I just say, yeah. regardless, yeah. I do think that it is not hard to believe that somebody under the amount of pressure yes. that she is under would be suffering or dealing with things in a way that maybe wasn't at her healthiest, Fair. whether or not that takes a drug or an alcohol or, you know, whatever it is. Right. As somebody who has dealt with these issues, mm-hmm. I can say, like, I wouldn't be surprised. And if... If she is dealing with something, I hope that she does whatever she needs to for herself, with which goes without saying. But also, um, I don't know that any of us would be surprised that anybody in her place would be having a hard time dealing with everything around her, even though outward appearances would indicate, you know, she's got the world by her, you know, fist, hand. What's the analogy? I don't know. I think Sorry, the bulls is usually bulls. what we use. By the bulls. The I didn't want to say bulls. <laughs> Yeah, the world is her oyster bowls. <laughs> oh, well, guess what? Good news. We'll be talking about Adele a little bit later. We'll share some more rumors about her. Um, but in the meantime, in between time, Holly, thank you so much for thank you. those blind items. When we come back, I would like to commence Colleen's book club. Oh. I've done more heavy lifting. I read Jamie Lynn's autobiography, her memoir. Wow, the whole book? Woo! Most of it, as much as I care to read, so we have to talk about it so I can stop. Thanks. All right. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. This thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And you guys, you're welcome. You are so welcome. I have uh read the Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, oh, why you, you read a book i did well i did mean you read the whole thing well uh <laughs> i'm gonna put it this way it's not a hard read <laughs> how how um, um how long did it take you to get through it i mean first of all this oh gosh it's been out now what for like a month or so maybe yeah so why why did you decide like now is the time i gotta jump in i got nothing better to do no i think it was like oh there's been so much talk from jamie lynn spears and she did that big promotional tour and that's kind of what started the the you know fighting between her and britney i was like i want to see what's in here is there anything good so well, the press answer tour. The answer question. is no. What oh. did you say, Holly? I said so. The press tour worked. Well, for you. it always yeah. does. You guys, the press listen. tour. Remember that didn't happen. 
Right. Don't forget, you guys, there was no press tour, except for when she was doing interviews for the press tour. Right. Because what I was curious about is, well, I was curious about a few things, but the biggest thing I was curious about is, like, how much does she actually talk about Britney in this book? And? Not a whole lot. (laughs) Not a whole lot. But, you know, when she does, what she says about Britney is very... I don't know. It's her story. So it's like, she was my sister. I super loved her. I totally looked up to her. Everything she did was amazing. Also, one time she took a knife and took me into a room and was like, I'm scared, baby. And maybe was having some difficulties. Um, Yeah, like, no big deal. I'm just going to drop in that my sister and a knife. Like, I just, this is is like that thing where I'm just like, oh, you know, because I'm here for like, you want to tell your story. Mm -hmm. You want to tell your side of things. Mm -hmm. You haven't been heard because your sister takes all the oxygen up in the room. And frankly, every other member of your family takes up more oxygen in the media than you do most Mm -hmm. of the time. So I can understand feeling like she needs to have her voice heard, even though that's not how I would live my life. But but then to like knowingly drop in these little tidbits that are going to do nothing other than titillate, because like we learned with Janet Jackson in that four part docu Mm -hmm. series, um. People were far more interested, sadly, or there's a theme that people were often more interested in her brother than they were in her and would use her to get to her brother. And I imagine that Jamie Lynn feels the same way. That's fine. But you know exactly what you're doing. You're using that fuel to sell your book and just admit it, own it and like move on instead of just like drizzling it in so which it sounds like from your reading is what she did and that admitting it and owning it piece i think is maybe something that jamie lynn spears thinks she's more adept at than she is the whole book honestly reads like a here's what i did on my summer vacation essay so it's very chronological yeah and it's super like details that i'm sure somebody was like you got to add details you got to add like some editor was like you got to add details tell people things they want to hear so she'll plug in like weird dumb stories like when she was working on zoe 101 they had continuity rules and one day she lost a tooth okay this is an actual paragraph in the story she She lost lost a tooth tooth, and they were like well we got to get you a flipper so they gave her a flipper and she got right back on stage and that was the damn story and i found myself thinking a flipper did you this like toddlers and tears right i found myself thinking did you think that was interesting or that we needed to know that then a couple pages later she throws in the story about you know she did like one of those double dare type shows for um, Nickelodeon. And she's like, yeah. you know, you have to drink all this like blue cheese dressing. Well, it was diluted and the <laughs> eggs were really peaches and the slime was really pudding. And I'm like, okay, but ooh, secrets I mean, revealed. Yeah. Again, like I'm not like Goosebumps version of level of interest, right? Yes. Like that's a fascinating story. I would like to read it if I was 16 and very naive about the way the world works. Thank you. But like, all you know, like you just know how this went. They were in a room and they're like, yeah, tell that story about the blue cheese dressing. Yeah. But make sure, make sure you also include where Brittany tried to knife you in a closet. Yeah, it's super. And, and Which, by and, the way, she didn't do. But please make it sound like she did. But also, even that story, like, 
I can tell that to Jamie Lynn, that was an earth shattering story. Like it was so like, but even in the telling of it, it was like, yeah. And then this one time at band camp, like that's how it reads. And it's, listen, is- I, I, I feel for her. And like you said, Bradley, she gets to tell her story. That's great. But everybody, did she tell a story? Have, we all have stories. Yeah. Was there did a she- story? Yeah, did she tell a story? Yes, she told her story of, you know, being Britney's little sister and finding herself. And sure, but also, here's the real truth, is I didn't start out caring. And so that's... It's always a great like premise for like <laughs> well, picking up a book. I mean, I didn't. I was like, I, I want to see what's in here. I want to see what she says about Britney. I don't, and I'm not saying that she's not a lovely and worthy person. I just don't but care. But you don't want to, you want your money back. <laughs> I, I, I kind of do. You Actually, you know what? Back. I wonder if I, it's fine. You can I'm going to work on that money. in the break. Thanks. You can always return those books. I'm going to do it right now. All right. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to get my money back. Great. By the way, they don't have it at the <laughs> You're library, welcome. See, this so segment fine. did end up, it yeah, did help. We all gained something from it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, when have you made an absolute boob of yourself? 651-641-1071. I've got a story that you're going to love after this.